We want to connect with you. We want you to connect with us. We want to connect with one another so that we can make a difference, so that we can come alongside one another and make a difference right where we are, right where you are. And if you would, in the seat in front of you, there is a Connect card. If you would just take that Connect card out. If you haven't filled one of these out, we'd ask that you please fill one out. Not a lot of information on it, but it's got put your name, your email address, your phone number so that we can connect with you, so that you can connect with us, and we can make a difference in the world today. Down there, too, it has a spot where you can put prayer requests. Write your prayer request in there because we're going to look at these and we're going to pray over each and every one of those. We're going to lift those up before the throne room of heaven. Amen. Amen. All right. Thrive Tribe season is on us. Enter the draft. Enter the draft. The Thrive Draft right here. Scan the QR code. We have a meeting next Sunday for those of you that are interested in uh, leading a tribe or hosting a tribe, 6 p.m. next Sunday. Register online. You can go right here and you can register. Uh, or you can go live with purpose. Go to the website and register there too. But it's open all the way through next Sunday. We're going to meet here. We're going to have din din. We're going to have dinner. That's uh, Allie's word for dinner, din din. We're going to have dinner, and we're just going to connect with you. You know, just come together and fellowship with one another. And then also, tribes don't have to be. So we're expanding, expanding. We're expanding our, our, the way we look at things. Tribes don't have to be just in somebody's home. It could be, uh, I got a group of guys that every morning at my job that we get together, and we meet and I was thinking the other day, man, that'd be a good place to have a tribe. Want to make a difference? Make a difference right where you're at. You know, introduce Jesus. Connect them. You know, find them freedom. But it's a place, it's a safe place, it's a safe environment where you can take the mask off and you can be who you really, who you really are. And they're not going to judge you, but they're going to love on you, and they're going to encourage you, and they're going to lift you up together as a small group, as a tribe, a tribe, a tribe. So register for the tribes. And now find somebody in the room that you don't know. Shake their hand, high five, hug necks, no slapping, no good games. No, no good games. So find somebody. Welcome to, to Thrive. Morning, everyone. Good to see you. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Wasn't worship powerful? Man, I tell you what, they're just the Lord's grace is amazing. When we just use the gifts that God has given us, He just graces that and He just takes something and just blows it up into something way more than we could ever imagine. Man, it is awesome, awesome, awesome to see see that. Mitch, first serve up here. Great job leading worship today. Great job. Man. 
And I also got to thank Abby and Norma were during our Freedom Conference. They were keeping us fed and nurtured. And then Shauna yesterday during our ministry training, keeping us fed and, and full of caffeine so we could focus and hear the Lord and, and find people were Seeing, uh, hearing the Lord and, and getting healed physically. I mean, we had a quite an amazing time. What's up, Trey? It's good to see you back there. I see you. Just a shout out for no reason right there. Just, just say, I love you. Uh, so, and then Yvette did a great job. Just thank you so much, Yvette, for being here all day yesterday and on the media and, and through, the, through the conference, the Freedom Conference. That, that right there is how the world goes around. That's that's how ministry is done, and, and we, uh, we are serving one another in all aspects. Uh, as Joey was saying, we, we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and we serve others. We love others as ourselves. And so we are in our Metamorphosis, Metamorphosis series. We're on the step four. We're on the last step. And this is where you just begin to launch off into the destiny that God's created you for. And we started off with digestion. We're using this analogy of a caterpillar going into a butterfly through the cocoons phase that we all know of. But the caterpillar never fulfills its destiny. It never was destined to fulfill its destiny as a caterpillar. It always has to metamorphosize and transform into what is purposed for a butterfly so that it can do two things. The same two things, relatively and spiritually, that God's command is for us, both in the garden and Jesus as he was leaving in Matthew 28. The, butterfly, the butterfly's whole purpose in existence is to pollinate and reproduce. That's all it's created for. Pollinate and reproduce. And in the Garden of Eden, the first command that God gave us was to be fruitful and multiply. Pollinate and reproduce. Jesus said, as he gave us the great command, commission, rather, it was to go and make disciples. Meaning, we share the love of Jesus everywhere we go, and we reproduce what God has given us through others, from himself, and we reproduce that. We give that away into the lives of others that we come into contact with. And that's all we're created for. That, that right there will change the world. That will make a difference in this world because we're releasing Jesus into the lives of those who are near God, far from God, and don't even know who God is. And that's how we make a difference. Because I don't know about you, and John Maxwell says this is the best. Anybody know John Maxwell? A leadership guru, man. Uh, he, he look into him. I'm pretty sure he's like 150. They just found a way to keep his body preserved so that he can still deliver leadership until the whole world is mature. But uh, he says, I want to make a difference with people who are making a difference, doing something that makes a difference. And I'm like, yeah, that's me right there. I want to make a difference in this life. I don't want to wait till I'm 90 or 150. I want to make a difference with people who want to make a difference doing something that actually makes a difference in this world. Can we all agree with that? I mean, that, isn't, that, isn't that why we exist? Because I, if, if we're not doing anything else, if we're doing, if we're doing anything else, it's what are we doing? If, it's not, if what I'm doing is not making a difference, why am I doing it? I want to make a difference in somebody's life. I want to make a difference in this world. I want to leave a legacy before I go, and I don't want to wait until I'm 90 to start working on that legacy. I want to bring change into this world, and really, that's really the heart of every person that's in Christ. Whether we've discovered it or not, that is the heart of every human being. And So what we're talking about is really ministry. And really, ministry. And what is ministry? The word diakonos is the Greek word, and it actually just means to serve. 
It just means to serve, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It means to, to love your neighbor as yourself. i got to serve them because we are our favorite topic. Ministry is just using whatever God has given you and to serve, given me, to serve him and the needs of others. That's all we're doing. When, when I use what God has given me to serve him, I'm serving the needs of others. And vice versa, when I start serving the needs of others, I'm actually serving Jesus. And we minister in three ways. We minister to the Lord. We minister to believers in the house and outside of the house. And then we also minister to non-believers. That's the whole destiny for you and I. That's where, we, that's where we meet in a corporate purpose, which is to serve God by serving others. We serve Him by serving one another. Uh, we minister in three areas of needs. There's physical needs, there's emotional needs, and boy, there's a lot of emotional needs right now, and there's spiritual needs. To the people's physical needs, Matthew 25 would say this, I was hungry, and you fed me, thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. Sick, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Whenever you have done this to the least, of, least person, you did it to me. So he's saying when you, when you prepared the coffee out front, you prepared it for me. When you, when you began to work the soundboard so that people could hear the message, you did it for me. This is Jesus. When you went into the kids' ministry area and you began to... To, to, to just pray over the little kids and, and spend time with the kids and bring joy into their lives. You, you did it to Jesus. Whenever, you, whenever you, you mowed the yard and had it looking good, you weed-eated, you did it for Jesus. Whenever you cleaned the bathroom, for Jesus. Whenever, whenever you opened the door to greet somebody, you greeted Jesus. That's what he's saying in this. And even more so in Matthew 10, he says, As, if, if my, my, as my representative... You give a cup of cold water to a little child, you will surely be rewarded. What he's saying is, listen, I'm not making ministry complex. I'm putting the cookies on the bottom shelf. If you would just serve somebody and just bring them some water, as little as give them some water, you will be re rewarded both on earth and in heaven. Ministry's not hard. He just says, serve somebody. Serve me by serving Others. This is really a letter from our Father, our, fa our Heavenly Father. We served uh, people's emotional needs. First Thessalonians 5. He says, warn the idle. Who are the idle? The ones that don't serve. Warn them. Encourage the timid. Oh, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm qualified. If you're in Jesus and the blood of Jesus has washed you clean and the power of the blood is in you because you are in Christ, you're qualified. Amen. Help the weak. Oh, I'm not strong enough. Don't worry. We're going to bring some edification and encouragement around you. We're going to build you up so you can be strong enough and be patient with all. Well, hallelujah. You know what? We're all in different places. We're going to be patient with you. We're going to patiently move you into the, the love of Jesus to become all God created you to be. Hallelujah. To people's spiritual needs, 2 Corinthians 5 says, God reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You know how this, this is a, he gave every person in this room a ministry. 
a ministry to live out. And so what happens is as somebody's coming into the parking lot and they're being greeted by people and, and a greeter opens the door and says, hey, what's up? Welcome to Thrive. And then your, your coffee's out there and you're grabbing a cup of coffee and, and all of a sudden somebody's, you're, you're coming and you're feeling this sense of joy and peace. You come into the sanctuary here, you drop your kids off, and, they, and, they, and they, they go into a trusted place, and you can see in the kids' classrooms, wow, this is going to be a fun time for my kids. You come in here, and everything is just ready. The worship team is here to minister to you and lead you into worship. And all of that is setting a platform that is a ministry of reconciliation for the lost person to come into this place and say, wow, now I can just receive from the Holy Spirit and I can hear the voice of God on what I need to do for my life. All because we were working together as the body of Christ and creating a perfect atmosphere, an excellent atmosphere so that the ministry of reconciliation could be released into a lost person's life. You see how we work as a team? It's no, there's no I in it. We're just working together, collaborating, just ministering excellence unto Jesus, and people get saved by it. Lives get changed. People find freedom. People hear the voice of God, and people find healing for their bodies and their marriages and their finances and their souls. It's a team effort. We, we, uh, second, uh, Coloss, Coloss, Colossians rather 1, 28 says, we proclaim Christ, counseling and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. And this is why, like Joey was talking about, we want everybody to get into a tribe, a small group, or join a ministry team. Because that is where healing, that is where health, that is where growth takes place. Our spiritual journey is, is on steroids in the circle of other people who are going a direction that we desire to go in the Lord. We, that's where we get our care. That's where we get pastoral care, relational care. When I'm in a time of need, I'm in a small group of people or a ministry team, and we can love on one another. We can pray for one another. We can assist one another financially. We can help each other right where we are so that we can grow together. Did you know as a caterpillar is turning into a butterfly and it's in that cocoon, it actually releases an enzyme that causes it to digest itself, and it turns into this soupy ooze if you were to cut it open. But there's actually small groups of cells that are at work to bring healing and transformation so that that butterfly can be who it's destined to be. Y'all hearing me? That's why we need to be in small groups and Thrive Tribes is what we call them. That's why we need to be on ministry teams. I'm having a bad day. It's okay, sister. Let me pray for you. We're going we're gonna to get through this. I'm, I don't know if, I'm, if my marriage is going to make it. Don't worry. We're going to come around and pray. We're going to bring, bring them in, and we're going to sit around you, and we're going to walk this thing through together. That's where we find our healing. That's where we find our, minist our ministering and our, our care. So you, you've probably experienced it before, or you've heard it before. I, I just feel so far. I don't even know if my, my church is connected with me. Our job is to create an environment for you to step into, engage in. It's on your, your initiation so that you can find the help, the help and the health and the healing that you need in the places that we provide for you to grow in. Our job is not your sp spiritual growth. Our job is to create a space for you to grow spiritually. Oh, I'm going to flip it. 
We're co-laboring. We create opportunity. We create moments. We create equipping. And we, we provide all this, but it's on you to dive into it, digest it, and receive it, develop it, and now deploy all of this. I'm going to read this right here to you, almost like a letter from your father, because it truly is a letter from your father, your father in heaven. And I'm going to talk about your favorite subject, your favorite topic. This is, this is everybody's favorite topic because you love me some me. Here it is, 10 facts about me. Talking about you. you. You think about you all day long. You walk by the mirror and you look at you. Then you look at you again. And then you look at you again. <laughs> Forgive me. I've been, number one thing, this is your declarations. I've been created for ministry. This is the real you. This is what God, your Father, declares over you for you to declare back and take hold of because you can't, you can't be of the world. You can't be anything less than this and say, I am a believer. I believe in Jesus Christ because here the Father is telling us who we are. And I'm going to support it with truth, with his words. I've been created for ministry. Next. Here we go. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Well, why was I created? The, the, the question we all carry, uh, to do good works, to serve our others, diakonos, ministry, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, God created that work for you to discover, and then he created you in hopes that as you sought him out and you got around others and you began to use the gifts that he has given you, all of a sudden you start to find that good work which you were created for, which gives you that purpose and that belonging that you've been, de you've been uh, desiring your whole life since you've been born. Whether you knew it or not, since you were a baby, we all have these same three desires to discover. Number two, uh, I've been saved for ministry. Wonder why I was saved? Well, here it is. Second, uh, Second Timothy says this, it is he who saved us and chose, chose us for his holy work. You were saved and chosen for a holy work. Not because we deserved it. Because, but because that was his plan long before the world began. You are a part of his plan. Well, I'm, I, I just want to encourage you as I'm speaking these just to own it as your truth because here's what your father is saying. This is what our father in heaven is saying and this is why he saved us. Because we are saved to serve, not saved to sit. It's to deploy the grace and to utilize the grace that he has given us, not only in salvation, but also the gifts and also the abilities that come along with it. Number three, I've been called into ministry. These are things that God declares over you. Galatians 1, 1, 1 15 says, God in his grace chose me even before I was born and called me to serve him. And he told us how we serve him by serving others. He called me to serve others. This is his truth. Ephesians 4.1 says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. I'm not, I, we're not here to be perfect, but we're here in the process of perfection. He's to live a life worthy, to begin to aspire to grow in him. And I need a circle of people to be around so that they can help mold me into all God created me to be. I can't do it on my own. 1 Peter 2, 9 says, you have been chosen by God himself. 
You are a priest of the, you are priests of the king. You are God's very own. All this so that you may show to others how God called you out of the darkness and into the wonderful light. That's how God will know. Once you were less than nothing, but now you're God's own. It gets serious. Now you're God's own. Second, uh, 1 Peter 2, before, just before that, says, You will serve as holy priests. Because you are ministers. You are ministers of the tabernacle. You know that your, your, your body is a temple. It's a holy temple. So if you are a priest, then you are one who carry the tabernacle, a meeting place with God, wherever you go. And as you just... As you just love on people as you go, maybe at the gas station, at Brookshire's, right here, you're opening a door, you're serving coffee, you're over here in the kids, well, I'm going to change a diaper, I'm changing Jesus, baby Jesus' diaper, let me wipe baby Jesus' butt right here, baby Jesus, Lord, I'm serving you, I'm serving him, as I'm, right now, I'm serving Jesus. It's coming out with you and in front of you, but I'm serving Jesus. I'm ministering to my Lord. Here's a truth to hold on. I am not who I think I am. I am not who others think I am. I am who he says I am. And when I own that, I let go of the voice of reason. I let go of the voice of doubt. I let go of the voice of shame. I let go of all this voice of criticism and this this resume that I wrote of my past that says I am disqualified. I can throw all that stuff away and I say, no, here here is who I am and it is who he says I am. And that becomes my only truth. That's the only life-giving truth that exists in this world. I am a minister of Jesus Christ. Number four, I've been given, I've been gifted for ministry. You, you're wondering, well, what, how do I do this? What am I going to do it with? Well, let me tell you, two weeks ago when everybody took their spiritual gifts test and to unearth them, this is what we saw. Everything highlighted are the spiritual gifts that are in you that are in this house. What this says is, and this is over a hundred people, what this says is, there is gifts that have been given to man, God's people, and he has brought them into this house, not for the sake of holding on to the gifts for myself. No, gifts are for others. It's for deploying, developing, and deploying these gifts that you discovered two weeks ago into the lives of others. That's the whole purpose you're here. It's the whole purpose I'm here. Otherwise, we're not making a difference. I'm a minister. I've been, I've been gifted for ministry. 1 Peter 4.10 says, As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. Release that. Use that gift for the sake of serving another. As good stewards of the manifold grace. Manifold means there's many facets to the grace of God. It's an empowering grace to move you beyond the sin that you're struggling with. It's a grace that brought salvation. You didn't earn it. It's a grace that brought these gifts, these charismata, these gifts upon you so that you can come up here and sing like Braley and let let angels sing from behind you so that you can minister to Jesus as we're ministering to others. The gifts for others. And you, when, as you start to use that gift, you start to discover more about that gift, the manifold grace of that gift. And then you start to realize, I'm really good at this. 
when I do this, I love life. I feel like I'm in my flow. Yes, because that's why you were created. But so often the enemy keeps us from starting to serve others and start to get in the game so that we won't discover what our gifts are. We won't develop our gifts and then we won't be able to deploy our gifts and we'll always be reading from that script. I've been authorized for ministry, number five. Matthew 28 says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples reproduce yourself into the lives of others. 2 Corinthians 5.20, if you remember that one, it says, you are ambassadors of Christ. Yeah, number six, it's good. Number six, I'm commanded to ministry. It's not an option. It's not a if you want to. Oh, no, you're, you're in Christ. You accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Okay, now you're commanded to go into ministry. Ma- Matthew 20 and 28 says, Your attitude must be like my own, for I, the Messiah, did not come to be served, but to... Serve. Come on. Jesus didn't come to, for you to open the door for him. He came to open the door. Jesus didn't come to, for you to receive a cup of coffee that you, you made. He came to make the cup of coffee. He came to be an example. If Jesus is our example, then we are to come to serve, not to be served. We're going to have to change our thinking a little bit. Number seven, I'm to be equipped for ministry. I'm to be equipped for ministry. And by the way, every task is a ministry once you've gotten saved. Because it's not a meaningless thing. Because every little thing that I'm asked to do or entrusted with to steward God is testing me with a ministry aspect because it's ministry because it's serving him as we do it it's not serving man we put our eyes on man and we try to write every reason why we shouldn't serve man but in reality we're serving God and we're deceived into no longer serving him Number seven, I'm to be equipped for ministry. Ephesians 4.11, 4.12 says he gave himself, Jesus gave some to be apostles, to some for prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and some teachers for the equipping of y'all for for the work of ministry. We're here to equip you for the work of ministry. We model it, we show it, we tell you the ins and outs that Pastor Cass and I have discovered and other of our leaders and staff and Shauna, and we're like, hey, here's how you do it, here's how it works, go and make it excellent. And then you run, you're equipped to do the work of the ministry, and it continues on actually, so that for the edifying and the body of Christ, until we all come to maturity. Number eight, the body of Christ needs my ministry. Your ministry. The body of Christ needs your ministry. Ministry always functions in the context of the church family, in the body. Because Paul writes to the Corinthians, we are a body. Listen, we don't want eyes and mouths and ears and rears running out of here trying to disconnect itself. We need you. Some of a lot of you. Because we're here to serve with one another and serve one another. The body need, the body of Christ needs your ministry. Matthew 9:36 says, When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said, to, The harvest is great, but the workers, 
I know, I know a lot of them came to me and gave their life to me, but I can't find them because the workers are few. Ask the Lord to send our workers into the harvest, into his harvest. Oh, Lord, please bring your work, bring those who are in you, bring them, Lord, so that we can reap this harvest in this generation. Because we are inviting you into this story at Thrive Community Church to bring change, to make a difference in Henderson County. And it's going to take the whole body to make a change in Henderson County. But we can do it. Turn this city upside down. But we can do it if we'll do it together. If we come in and unite with one another. I can't say that it doesn't need the body. We need one another. Number... Yes, it is. Number nine, I am accountable for my ministry. Oh, there's going to be a question from Jesus himself with what you did with what he gave you. Romans 14 and 12. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. There's going to be a judgment seat that says heaven or hell. Did you know Christ? They're going to know. And then there's going to be a second seat, and it's going to be the Bema. It's going to be a second judgment. And then he's going to be, um, what did you do with what I gave you? Well, I sat there and listened to the worship team, and I listened to Pastor Nathan, and I just appreciated everything that everybody was doing. No. No. That's not going to be good in Jesus' eyes. Let me just tell you right now, because it doesn't look like anything his word tells us to do. But the good news is, number 10, I will be rewarded for my ministry. And just know, if nobody ever gave you a pat on the back, Jesus is right there saying, thank you for serving me. There will be a reward coming. You may not feel it. You may not see it soon, but it's coming. It's coming. Colossians 3, 24 says, whatever you do, work at, it, work at it with all your heart. Sorry, your heart as working for the Lord, not men. Since... You know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. You will. Let me, let me give you what Paul's uh, anatomy of the body was as he began to break down how we start to find our way into deploying what God has given us. Step one is this, and you find it in Romans, 20, Romans 12. Step one, dedicate my body. Well, verse 1 of Romans 12 says, I urge you to offer yourselves as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual worship. And verse 2, step 2 is eliminate competing distractions. Remember in verse 2 of 12, he says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I got to think differently than I used to. Now I ain't going to serve. Now I'm in Christ. Oh, you know what? I can't wait to serve. That's who, I, that's, how, that's who I am. Number three, step three, is evaluate my strengths. Evaluate my strengths, and we did that. Here's, here's some strengths. Here's some gifts that God gave you. You have some history, some experiences. You have some past pains that, are perp- that are actually are purposed for purpose. As you find healing from those pains, you discover purpose in those pains. And then number four is this, cooperate with other believers, just as As each one of us, Scripture says in verse 5, has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member 
belong to all others. We belong to one another. We belong to one another. So every member is a minister in Christ's body. Every member has a different function. Every member's ministry is important. And every member belongs to the other. And number five is this. This is where I activate my gifts. Romans 12, 6, 8 says, We have different gifts according to the grace God has given us. Prophesy, prophecy, serving, teaching, encouraging, contributing, leadership, showing mercy. God is passionate about stewardship, and he tests us with gifts, with finances, to see if we'll be ready to steward what is truly important, the true riches, our people. Because that's our inheritance, people. So Matthew 25, 23, he gives us a little bit more definition. He says, you know when, when you've stewarded well, and the pearly gates open for you, you're going to hear... Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Hallelujah. He calls us to be faithful, but he doesn't, also, he doesn't only call us to be faithful. Because I faithfully showed up at church. And then I faithfully went home and did nothing. He also tells us to be fruitful. John 15, 8 and 11 says, This is to my Father's glory. That you bear much fruit, showing yourselves. How do they know I was a disciple? Well, I showed myself by bearing much fruit. And when I did, I glorified my Father to to the lost world. I have told you this, so that my joy may be in you, that your joy may be complete. Boy, I start walking in the fullness of joy, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. Why? Because I'm glorifying my Father, and I'm being fruitful and faithful, and I'm ministering to Him as I minister to you, and I feel good because He is rewarding me with joy, which I need over and over again, and I'm being edified by you because some of you decided to use your gifts to strengthen me so that the others start to get the picture, and all of you start using your gifts and be strengthened and edified. This is where a healthy body is. And I would never have discovered right here, right now, when I started serving, I was just now saved, moved to another city, moved to Austin, got plugged into a church with young adults, and I didn't know what I was going to start doing would actually end up in part of my destiny calling, my the, the design that he had created for me. I, I started helping my young, my young adults pastor by lifting these, these heavy bases. There were, cur- there were curtains. <laughs> there were curtains <laughs> so that we could set up church in, our, in a building so that we could have our young adults ministry. Week in, week out, I was serving alongside of others. I began to understand and learn the joy of serving with others. Yeah, I had bad days. Guess what? I needed those others around me to encourage me and build me up. But I didn't know that that set up and tear down, set up and tear down, set up and tear down would one day lead to me planting a church where I would have to set up and tear down and set up and tear down. But he starts with a small thing. And he says, are you going to be faithful with this little thing? And then the pastor saw, he said, hey, I want to put you a leader over a little team. And he tested me with a little thing. And he saw that I was faithful with a little thing. And then God began to move people to give me more and then more and now more. And now, was it always easy? No. No, it's not always easy because you're stepping into a war zone. 
There's a spiritual battle that's in front of you, and Satan does not want you to find your destiny. But whenever you just stay steadfast and you persevere and you decide who you're going to be and where your truth really lies and who you really are, it's not what I think I am. It's not what you think I am. It's what he says I am. So I want to challenge you with something today because we want to come alongside you and make a difference with you. We want to help you to begin to develop not only your leadership but the giftings of what you've discovered so that you can also deploy those. And we want to give you a safe place to begin to develop all of that and deploy that. In, in the seat back in front of you, there's a card just like this. It says Thrive Community Church. It has name, phone number, email. I want you to pull it out. Go ahead and pull that. Reach into your seat back. Every person, you'll reach out, reach in front of you. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to jump out in your lap either, by the way. And so as you're just looking at this, go ahead and fill it out. Name, phone number, email. But I want you to just begin to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, where do you want me to start? What are my next steps so I can begin to develop who you've created me to be? You got some music back there? Don't forget about changing Jesus' a diaper. Lord, do you want me to open doors for you? you want me to pray for people for you? Lord, do you want me to work the media so that people can see and hear and begin to understand and be in the flow of what you're doing in the room on a weekend, weekday basis? But I'm asking everybody to commit through December to serve at least one weekend per month. You're serving Jesus. So certainly, you can give Jesus a few hours a month. And using your gifts that he gave you for the purpose of ministering to him through the needs and the lives of others around you. Holy Spirit, where do you want me to start? And oftentimes, he'll be beginning to draw your attention to a certain space. And what's not on here is a Thrive Tribe leader, a host. As Joey was saying, you can register online in a QR code that we have outside. There'll be a dinner next Sunday at 6 p.m. But I want to show you this video. Do you have that video up? I'm going to go ahead and show you this video. Because I want you to be encouraged. Maybe you laugh a little bit. Maybe you cry a little bit. Community Church. My name is Shauna Brooker and I am the ministry lead for the cafe, hospitality, and events team. So when you come in on Sunday morning, what's the first thing you see? Besides one of our awesome greeters, you see complimentary coffee to one side and you see complimentary donuts and snacks on the other. Well, that's our awesome hospitality team who's preparing uh, Sunday for you for both services and uh, filling your tank with some caffeine and a little bit of sugar. Uh, if you're needing a little bit more octane, then you can just head around to the Thrive Cafe and have one of our baristas make you a specialty coffee, um, hot or cold. Uh, we, love, uh, we love making those coffees in the cafe. 
Um, some of the things that our teams do, so um, hospitality and events kind of uh, mingle together sometimes, but we have events um, kind of throughout the year that both hospitality and events kind of work uh, together on. Uh, we just recently had our Freedom, uh, Freedom Conference uh, over three nights. We have Thrive Tribes that are coming up in September. Uh, we had our first women's conference here this year, uh, men's conference, and then we also have nights of worship throughout the year. Um, there's so much more um, that we do throughout the year, so there's always opportunity to, to serve on these teams. Um, but I, to me, I mean, those are fun teams, they really are. But the Thrive Cafe, now that's a fun team. Uh, we have a lot of fun Sunday mornings um, making hot coffee, making iced coffee, um, you name it. You, you actually get an opportunity to, to learn how to make your own coffee and experiment with whatever flavors you want. Um, we have been we were privileged in having uh, Carlos from San Rafael, uh, Honduras, where we get our coffee. Um, he came and visited us and did some training with us um, a couple months ago. We got some great footage uh, training to be able to share that with any new um, people coming on that want to learn how to be a barista. Um, the fun thing about uh, the cafe, and just for those that don't know, but each cup of coffee that you buy, each bag of coffee that you buy, a portion of that goes back to Honduras goes back to this mountain village to a school as well as a uh, children's home to help them and, um, and and we love it that's one of our places that we do mission trips at and uh, it's one of our, our favorite places to hang out is at San Rafael Cafe um, so as you can see there's there's a lot of opportunity um, within this ministry to serve and I would be honored to uh, sit with you and help you discover and deploy your gifts in one of these ministries or all of them they they're not they're not that bad <laughs> it's a lot of fun um, and i would love to, to sit and talk with you and uh, let me buy you a cup of this wonderful Hey Thrive Family, it's Pastor P, your children's pastor. Thrive Kids Ministry's sole purpose is to train your child up in the ways of Christ. Yes, to teach them how to walk with Jesus, how to trust and how to love Him at all times, how to submit ourselves to Him, and how to walk by faith. Each moment we have with your child we enjoy telling them that Jesus sees them and he wants to be their friend. Who wouldn't want to be friends with Jesus? I know he's my best friend. Listen, your children are eager to learn about Jesus. I get to witness their excitement, their innocence each Sunday service. Hey, I have a secret for you. Thrive Kids Ministry surveyed your children. Yes, your child have spoken. The children here at Thrive Community Church, they are ready for you to teach them how. Teach them how to love. Teach them how to obey. Teach them how to listen. Teach them how to serve. Teach them how to forgive. 
and teach them how to trust. These are just some of the things that we do with your children. We can all do this here at Thrive Church. Thrive Kids Ministry is here to welcome you, parents, grandma, grandpa, Amy, uncle, even you, friend. Thrive Kids Ministry would love to connect and partner with you as we all guide our little children to Christ. Can you see yourself bringing children to Jesus? I can see you doing it. It is my joy to serve your children. See you soon. Hey there, Thrive Community Church. My name is Allie Harrington, and here at Thrive, I am the Creative Communications Leader. Our creative team is the one, we're the thinkers. We're the ones that put the fire, that bring the fun. We are, we put the, the pixie dust in everything and we made our culture the brand for all of those that are still out there to come and to thrive and know what Thrive is all about. So, if you're ready to join our creative team and bring fun and color and all that jazz register in our website in the lobby go find me but register and join our team today hey everybody this is george duncan i'm one of the co-leaders for the worship music at thrive if you guys are musically inclined and can play an instrument or sing we'd like you to sign up and if you can't, we want you to sign up anyways because we have spots in the front of the house, which is the lighting, the soundboard, the media, or even the videos. You know, we are obedient to God when we take our musical uh, instruments and our musical know-hows to be able to worship Him and to give it back to other people. So I just want you to remember that I'm not only a co-leader, but I'm also the drummer. So we have a lot of, we know that we're about to move into a new season where there's a lot of people that are coming out of the summer after Labor Day. They're tired of their vacationing. They're ready for organization and structure yet again because their kids are getting back into school. And here in September, there's going to be a lot more people coming in and wondering, where am I going to call church home? And that's where we all come into play as the body of Christ, and we minister to Jesus by ministering to them because we're in a team, we're a part of a group, and the people who are wondering, is this a safe place? Oh yeah, because we're opening that door, we're serving coffee, we're bringing donuts, and we're opening this, this, uh, this sanctuary door, we're in here having excellent media and, and sound and video and lighting, and we get all the, all the joys of seeing people find Thrive Community Church as their new home so that they can hear from God and He can do a work in their lives in the same way He's done a work in mine and doing a work in your lives as well. Y'all feeling me? So here's what I want you to do. Take this, fill it out. You can take it to a ministry lead. Our worship leader is going to be up. Your leaders are going to be up here. You can go by that little window behind you where our media booth is. Our creative team is going to be there. Delaney's back there waving at you. So is Katara. They're like, hey, come and holler at me. And then right outside, our guest experience is going to be just to the right as if you were going to the restroom, but not in the restroom. 
to the left is going to be kids ministry right around the corner to the left and right beside is the, our Thrive Cafe and then where you found your coffee this morning is our hospitality area. All of our leads are going to be sitting there waiting to conversate with you and build relationship with you most importantly because we want to do life together in the body of Christ at Thrive Community Church, making a difference with people who want to make a difference. And so if you need to just, you can take this to them and hand it to them, or you can put it in the little black box on your way out. But we're not going to have a last worship song. We're, we're releasing you early so you can go build some relationships. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Have an amazing week. We love you. We'll see you next Sunday. Yes. We'll see you next Sunday. A new message series starts next Sunday.